Welcome to Mining Stock Daily. Today is Thursday, July 19th. I'm Trevor Hall, and this is what you need to know in today's mining sector update. Metnor Resources reported high-grade results from its underground drilling program on the Marori Zone, which is adjacent to its bachelor mine in the Urban Berry Camp in Canada. The drill results included an intercept that intersected 5.7 grams per ton of gold over 13.7 meters. Metnor trades under the symbol MTO on the TSX Venture Exchange and MEAOF in the U.S. Metnor is being acquired by Bonterra Resources in a stock-for-stock transaction. Impact Silver reported discovering a new high-grade zone of silver mineralization at its San Ramon mine in central Mexico. High-grade silver results include over 2 meters of 661 grams per ton silver and another 5 meters of 354 grams per ton silver. Impact trades under the symbol IPT on the TSX Venture Exchange and ISVLF in the U.S. And to join us once again is Peter Bell to give us an update from day two of this week's Sprott Natural Resources Symposium happening in Vancouver. Well, welcome back to Mining Stock Daily, Peter. Uh, I'm glad to hear that uh, day two at the Sprott Natural Resource Symposium went, went well. Uh, I have to admit, I, I wasn't able to follow you much on uh, the social media and Twitter today. I was in a conference of, of my own here in Denver. Uh, but give us a rundown on how day two went. Another busy day. I am thoroughly exhausted. <laughs> um, found myself in the hotel bar at the end of the day, too, and was uh, starstruck all the different people hanging around in there. Um, long day, good day. Um, a slight change to the conference schedule today with uh, the breakfast session. They uh, they normally have a 7 a.m. wake-up call uh, Q&A with Rick, uh, Rick Rule down in the main room uh, at 7 a.m. in the morning. Instead, we had a speech from someone um, sponsoring group. Uh, funny, funny story. World Platinum Investment Council, I believe, was the name of the organization. Um, very great speak, uh, speaker this morning, and he uh, he circulated a one ounce platinum coin, and it, I don't know that it ever got back to him. They were making announcements through the afternoon that the coin had gone missing. Seabridge <laughs> <laughs> Gold again a, stra- a standout for me. I, I recently listened to Rudy Frank's speech from the recordings last year and sat in on his breakout today and oh boy uh, very impressive story you know those numbers really are baffling to me um you start talking about 50 million ounces of gold in a single deposit and i kind of you know it's it's a big question is that like so everyone i talked to at the show said oh well what's the grade and i said no sorry did you not hear me when i said there's 50 million ounces of gold in reserves and another 10 billion pounds of copper, whatever the numbers are. It's stupendous numbers. Um, and I would just say, again, security of supply will be capitalized at some point in the future. You know, there has been premium in the past for material. And a large, large mine like that in BC, British Columbia with Seabridge um, SEA on the TSX, Seabridge Gold, That's that's got to be an interesting story. Um, so watch... I. Watch for that as a barometer um, for heat in the junior mining sector broadly, um, specifically as well, because uh, apparently there's a short, a large short interest in Seabridge Gold stock. Uh, in this Q&A, uh, the CEO, Rudy Fox, said that it was 25% of the float was short. Yeah. And, you know, there's legendary uh, insider ownership and stuff like 
had a very steep hand in the stock. So whoever went short Seabridge Gold, I I hope that they understand, you know, the speeches Rudy's given where he said uh, Seabridge stock as a five to one beta uh, on gold spot, you know, over a cycle. Uh, and today he even went so far to say that, you know, as you can see, if you chart it out and stuff, it's uh, the beta is even greater in bull runs. Um, I didn't see any numbers on that, but that may be a statistical exercise that I can uh, run at some point in the future just to say what's the beta of Seabridge during a bull run in the gold price, uh, because I suspect it might be closer to 7 to 1 or 10 to 1 or who knows. Um, but, you know, the statements that Rudy's made repeatedly that Seabridge gold stocks have outperformed the price of gold and have outperformed other gold equities. Uh, those two statements just sum up all of day two for me here at the mm-hmm. Bogus. Well, spe- speaking of price of gold, we see a, a third day straight dip in the spot price of gold, um, which, you know, interesting, it happens to correlate around this big investment resource conference. Um, has there been any discussion of uh, why the dip and what might be catalyst uh, to really get the uh, gold spot price up and moving in a better direction? Uh, a piece of wisdom from the Living Legends panel. Um, Rick Rule, at the start of the panel session, uh, said something to the effect that he'd done three media interviews that day, and all of them had asked him what would happen in the next uh, 24 hours, I think he said. <laughs> I, think, I think he went so far to say that and, and on stage. Uh, and short-termism is, you know, I... I, I yeah I haven't been thinking about the next 24 hours so much other than trying to survive the conference here it's a hectic pace and with all the concurrent sessions going on you, you can't you can't be in every room mm-hmm. with every talk and you can't hang around with everybody that you want to visit um, so you know again the recording's very very valuable um, tomorrow James Grant Grant's interest rate observer um, will be speaking so short term long term yes the whole term curve uh i you know nothing to say about specific day-to-day stuff other than what i said yesterday which was that um stocks going down on good news is not a bad thing Mm -hmm. necessarily Mm -hmm. so uh again fevered pitch at the show today um i think there was more people here today than there was yesterday and and they were more aggressive as well i think so um one follow-up question with you is I'm just curious about jurisdictions. I know um, there's a lot of conversation happening with uh, exploration in, in the Yukon right now. Uh, obviously, always exploration updates and news out of British Columbia. Um, but just kind of curious to see uh, if uh, people are still bullish on the United States and most particularly um, the western United States and Nevada, Arizona, um, that type of area. Have you had encountered any conversations based on those jurisdictions? Oh yeah. Nevada is, you know, what are the numbers, right? 3%, 5% or something of global gold production in the state. Like this, this place is absolutely legendary and for good reason, right? Um, definitely Nevada people at the conference today. Um, one group CEO was in town for the show not exhibiting, but has an attendee badge and is making their rounds and seeing lots of uh, familiar faces. Um, glad that he was able to, you know, attend this show. 
Uh, I think this is a show that everybody in the industry should attend. Um, yeah. And uh, specific groups. I saw Mickey and, and the Ely Gold guys as well. Um, so I'd give them a shout out. A lot of respect to them. Very, very compelling story. That'd be, that'd be Mickey, Mickey Fault, the mercenary geologist. Yeah. For listeners yep. who one may of not sponsoring know. companies is called Ely Gold, E-L-Y, and it's an absolute beast. Um, and I just mentioned again Seabridge that, um, of all things, they have assets in Nevada. So uh, not restricted to seasonality in the north as uh, BC and the Yukon, you know, really gets snowed in there. Right? Um, and I give a shout out to James Quantes, who uh, had a post on the Rockhaven board on CEO.ca today and just saying something to the effect that, oh, the share prices are going up. Watch as they get a whole bunch more attention. And uh, I, I, yes, great respect to the Rockhaven team and, and everyone around there. Um, and I've seen James both days here. He's been working hard um, studying and uh, looking for opportunities at the conference. Very good. Well, that's all. The, that's all the time we we have here, Peter. So thanks again for joining us with your updates, and uh, uh, best of luck to you with day three, and uh, hopefully you get some rest. Thank you, Trevor. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. And thank you for joining us today on Mining Stock Daily. As always, Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. Have a great day. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein.